This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, former OMB officials are voicing their concerns with the new Schedule F order. President-elect Biden is finding some opposition to his choice for defense secretary, even from his own party. And a bill in Congress looks to make all federal court records free to the public. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Fifty former career officials and political appointees at the Office of Management and Budget are raising great concern with the president's Schedule F executive order. They say there are real risks to reclassifying a large portion of the OMB workforce as quasi-political appointees. They were the order, if implemented, could fundamentally damage a key government institution. OMB recently submitted a list of positions to reclassify to the new Schedule F. The list covered the vast majority of the OMB workforce. It's up to the Office of Personnel Management to review and approve those positions for reclassification. Agencies are on a deadline to determine how many senior executive service positions they'll need in 2022 and 2023. The Office of Personnel Management says it'll give priority to agencies who need more SES to respond to legislation or other critical needs. Agencies that have SES vacancy rates that exceed 8% should be ready to explain themselves. They have until the end of the year to decide whether they'll need more, fewer, or the same number of senior executives. The Veterans Affairs Department has more details on how it will distribute a COVID-19 vaccine to its employees and veterans. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco has the details. VA says it'll first distribute a vaccine to its healthcare employees who are at highest risk from COVID-19. For veterans, it'll take age and race and ethnicity into account when deciding who should receive a vaccine first. VA pointed to data that shows Black, Hispanic, and Native American communities are disproportionately impacted by COVID-19. Veterans with existing health problems will also be among the first to receive the vaccine. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. COVID-19 reshaped how federal employees work, but will it last? Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. A study from the Partnership for Public Service and Microsoft highlights how agencies have made the most of mandatory telework. The Energy Department, for example, has stood up a National Virtual Biotechnology Laboratory, which connects the agency's 17 national labs and gives researchers remote access to those labs. The agency is looking at how remote science could play a bigger role in its mission and whether conducting experiments this way is feasible long term. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The chairman of the House Armed Services Committee has questions about his fellow Democrats' choice to lead the Pentagon. President-elect Biden has picked retired General Lloyd Austin as his defense secretary. Chairman Adam Smith says Austin is qualified, but he's concerned about the implications for civilian control of the military. His confirmation would require a waiver from Congress to get around a law that requires military officers to be retired for seven years before they can be secretary. Austin's confirmation would be the second waiver in just four years. Lawmakers did the same for President Trump's first defense secretary, Jim Mattis. Military spouses have some new opportunities for employment thanks to a partnership with the Pentagon and the private sector. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. 86 new companies are joining the Defense Department's Military Spouse Employment Partnership today. The induction brings the number of companies and organizations committed to offering career opportunities to military spouses up to 500. 
Partnership employers are responsible for hiring more than 175 military spouses since 2011. Some of the new inductees include Allstate and Aviana Healthcare. Last year, military spousal unemployment was at 22%. Scott Massioni. Federal News Network. The Space Force is setting up its own innovation cell in hopes of partnering with the private sector and prototyping weapon systems faster. Spaceworks is modeled off the Air Force's AFWorks office. It will closely align its efforts with space operators and acquisition professionals within the Space Force and Space and Missile Systems Center and work with groups that contribute to the national security space architecture. The office will be headquartered at Los Angeles Air Force Base. A new effort to get rid of outdated IT systems in the Navy and Marine Corps. More from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. It's called Operation Cattle Drive. In a new memo, the acting Navy undersecretary tells officials that siloed, duplicative data systems are wasting billions of dollars, creating unnecessary cyber risks and hindering financial audits. The Navy Department's chief information officer, comptroller, and chief management officer will work together on Cattle Drive. Among their main tools to get rid of outdated systems, starve them of funding, and remove the cyber certifications that let them connect to Navy networks. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The FBI joins a growing list of federal law enforcement agencies moving all of its wireless services to FirstNet. The agency signed a $92 million contract with AT&T to meet its day-to-day and emergency wireless communication needs through the nationwide broadband network. The FBI joins the Army and several Justice Department bureaus, including the Drug Enforcement Administration, the U.S. Marshals Service, and the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives in using FirstNet. As of September 30th, more than 14,000 public safety agencies and organizations across the country subscribed to FirstNet. The Postal Service plans to solidify its ability to match people and addresses. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has more. Through a new address verification platform, the Postal Service sees itself as the source of truth when it comes to people and addresses. Greg Crabb, the USPS Chief Information Security Officer, says the agency will use advanced analytics to harness name and address data to improve how it serves its customers. He says the platform will be pulling raw data from multiple systems and using artificial intelligence and machine learning software to strengthen and add more surety to the name and address connection. USPS expects other agencies and possibly mailers to benefit from this big data tool. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The House passes a bill that would make federal court records free to the public. The 2020 Open Courts Act would require the Administrative Office of the United States Courts to work with the General Services Administration to develop a new system to manage electronic court filings. This system would replace the online database called PACER, which charges fees for users to search and download documents. House Judiciary Committee members Hank Johnson and Doug Collins introduced the bill in September. And the State Department quietly terminates certain exchange programs connected to the People's Republic of China. Federal News Network's Tom Temin explains. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo termed the programs disguised as cultural exchanges. They operated under the Mutual Education and Cultural Exchange Act, which allows U.S. federal government employees to travel abroad with foreign governments paying the way. The five programs canceled were entirely paid for by China for what Pompeo termed soft power propaganda consisting of meetings with, quote, carefully curated Chinese Communist Party officials, but not with ordinary Chinese citizens. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, 
or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands like the Google Hub, a command center for your smart devices that raises the IQ of your entire home, or the Nest Learning Thermostat that helps you conserve energy and save on your bill. And if you don't know what to get, gift cards are a smart gift no matter what they get. So this year, gift smarter with savings on tools to make your holiday magic. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.